friends, welcome. Today we are gonna be talking about all things death. Doesn't that sound exciting? Yep, sounds a little sad and morbid. <laughs> yep, it is. Also, I think it's gonna reconnect us to some of the things that are most important and help us overcome some of the things that scare us on a regular. So I'm excited to have this conversation and excited to hear what you think. So please listen, leave some comments on the podcast, in the group, anywhere you can find us. We'd love to hear your thoughts, but uh, we'll talk to you soon. Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural health care, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. Hey friends, so today we're diving into death. Wow, Di- you really diving said that. into it, right? So you, if you know, our last name is Grimm, so I feel like this is pretty appropriate Right, for yeah, us. it's a very... Uh, the Grim Reapers. Very today. appropriate we're, topic. <laughs> we almost named the farm the Grim Reaper farm, but that it just has a certain connotation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we are the Grim Reapers, different kind of Reaper, different kind of Grim. So on a more serious note... Uh, <laughs> I think the reason we're bringing this up is there's a lot of fear behind death, right? I think culturally, we're afraid to accept our mortality. In fact, I think in a lot of ways, we uh, try and avoid it and hide it. You know? Oh, I think we do so many dangerous things as a way of avoiding death. Now, probably more than ever, but yeah, um, you know, people use death as like the ultimate consequence or or like worst case scenario. And I, I, I don't know. I, I'm coming to terms with it. Of course, I have paranoia like any mother of like losing a child or a spouse or a family member, important person. But yeah, that like that impending sense of doom that death tends to link to for us in our society, I think is kind of unfounded and is new for modern society versus maybe other times in our history. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure, when you look at like Egyptian culture, they they loved the concept of death, right? Did they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe Lacey's bringing it up because she does have a birthday coming up too. Oh, so is that, that what? Yeah, yeah turning okay. twenty five this year, yep. and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. I don't know. I think that just because right now I feel like you know there's just so much talk of death and fear of death, and that's like you know we're willing to to accept almost any kind of preventative measure in order to avoid death. But I think that that has major consequences. Right. So that's why it's in my mind anyways. Yeah. And a lot of what the trouble we're in with our food system also is disconnect from death. Oh, I think it stems from that. Absolutely. The more disconnected people are from the food system and their food in general, I think the easier it is to convince them that death is the scariest thing. So I I think a perfect example is we just killed 27-ish chickens for meat to have chicken for this winter. And our 16-year-old, for some reason this time around, decided that she did not want to participate. Well, she was there in support of. She wanted to be in charge of opening and closing the cage, (laughs) (laughs) which is generally the job of the five-year-old or whoever is just getting a chicken. It's not really a position on the chicken processing line. So I just explained to her, you know, like if you like to eat chicken, you need to be participating in this whole process. Which, which to be fair, she participated. She did. And and even opening the cage and being a part of the process in that way is more than most 
humans, I would say, at least in our culture, have participated in the the death of their food. So I, I you know, like give her some credit. Yeah, she gets a <laughs> tiny bit. I think it's I think it's funny though, or, or interesting, like kids at different ages accept death differently oh like, death and sex both things like it's yeah. interesting those are like the two most controversial topics right? that'll and that'll be our next one is sex we'll talk about sex um, maybe <laughs> but yeah like our five-year-old he had absolutely really no problem with it at all i feel like the 10-year-old was okay with oh, it oh yeah she's yeah and she's gone through like you know sometimes she gets more attached to the animals than other times and it can definitely be hard i don't want you to think that we're Unex- insensitive unexpected death is definitely hard oh yeah for sure unplanned but even planned like we had ducks last year and they were getting into everything and we had to get rid of them because they were ruining our garden and you know they were cute and she wanted them and then you know it came time to kill them and she was not happy about it but then <laughs> We did it and we ate it. And she, I remember the look on her face when she ate it. She, she like, swore, is, she, <laughs> she swore she was never going to eat the ducks that we killed. She's like, I will never eat these. I yep. do not want to kill them. Yep. And then she ate them and she looked up and she's like, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, you know, it's just one of those things where we, we can get connected and we should have those feelings. We should have those emotions, but we also should go through the fullness of the process of life, which includes death. Right. And, and if you're eating, you need to carry the responsibility for what that means. And, and so many people come out to the farm and they, you know, we'll show them where we, we keep the chickens that are the broilers, the ones that we're going to eat and process. And they're like, Oh, I could just never do that. And I appreciate that sentiment, but I also think there's a lack of responsibility within it. And I would have said that maybe uh, a long time ago. You would have said that or wouldn't have? I, I would have. I'm sure yeah. I probably did say that. Yeah. I could never do this. I could never do that. But we're so much more capable than we think we are. And we are capable of feeling things that are hard and we're capable of doing things that are hard. And then we're capable of being on the other side of that. And I think, you know, if you want to be a vegan and or vegetarian and not participate, then that's totally fair but i think that's the only honestly really reasonable response to not being willing to also do the dirty work there's some this this like thing of this out of sight out of mind mentality that i think leads to a lot of other cultural problems that are bigger than and and more dangerous than death itself for example i think the disconnect from killing your own food leads to this kind of craving especially in the youth and a young population and men even more so to kind of satiate that sort of inner instinct i don't want to call it a desire i think it's just innate in us to to know to feel a connection to that and then to to fill it with things like video games I think that video games are one of the violent video violent, games. Yeah. Violent video games. I mean, the rise of that and the popularity of those is like astronomical. And I think that that's really a response to these individuals not having that connection with the actual process of life and death and being completely removed from that. There is something gruesome about death and there is something gruesome about, you know, the process of taking those lives that has to be experienced. And when we remove it, it's, you know, there's just a hole. There's a void, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think spiritually too, like, for sure. Being the one that's responsible for like sheep, like I don't want to say I'm calloused, but in a way I'm a little bit callous with chickens. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't struggle very much to kill chickens. I, I respect it. We said like a prayer when we started this last batch. Like, they really don't have a personality to note for the right, most part. Yeah. So, you know, when there's they're a lack all, of personality, yeah. there's just like one after the other. They're after all the other. white fat chickens and that's it (laughs) but when when it comes to the sheep i 
like have to spiritually get ready for that, mentally yeah. get ready for it. I, I generally, you know, a few days before kind of like try and get in the right mindset and because it, it's more difficult, definitely for sheep. And but I think that that spirituality aspect of it is very important also mm-hmm. to have that connection with you know, we watch animals be born. The Generally, the lambs that we slaughter have also been born on this farm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the entire life cycle and being connected to that is really important. And I think, yeah, most people are missing that. And what I think, though, there is like just a perfect example of like when you have done all of that, the ability for you to appreciate what's on your plate is so much deeper right. than when you buy something from the grocery store. And I know that this is true because even if we buy meat from a friend whose cows, you know, we know they've hand raised and all of these things, it changes the appreciation for the meal completely. And when you spend that much time prepping your food and being a part of the food and the whole cycle, there's a spiritual element there that cannot be replaced by simply buying quote unquote good products from the grocery store. Well, and I I think, yeah, part of that is the, you know, like slaughterhouse workers are very not treated well at all. Their mm-hmm. job is not good. And I would argue that, and I've heard other people say this too, though, that that spiritual element, like if everything affects our food, mm-hmm. then the way that that factory worker feels is also affecting our food like there's a a spiritual element to it or like a vibration frequency that's going into that meat Mm. so if we're absorbing that you know there's elements of that that we as a society have passed off put it behind walls haven't Mm. looked at it don't want to participate in it and i understand it's gross and it's not fun but it's resulted in the society that we're in now. Absolutely. And I think that if it didn't matter, there wouldn't be so much about it in the scripture, right? right like yeah. scripture, it goes on and on about the right ways to raise your meat and kill your meat and how to, to treat your animals treat your animals and process those animals. So, I mean, the fact that it's in there shows that this is a spiritual process and that when we when we start discounting how important these different things are we start losing that connection and i think that vitality which comes from the fullness of the participation of all the processes so i mean our goal is never to provide chicken enough for our entire community our goal is to help our community provide chicken for themselves right because it's a low entry point you can a lot of people have chickens for eggs if you have chickens for eggs you can raise a few chickens for meat and the process of killing a chicken is though intense at first becomes something that is a skill and it and it makes you feel more capable and uh, and connected to whatever it is that you're doing so i really i don't know i feel like this is such a valuable topic that we we tend to disassociate from and put off on someone else because you do have to get your hands dirty i mean you literally have to get almost covered in blood and guts right, right. like yeah. and, the, and and i think in this world there's nothing more disgusting and i think well, in our minds, but I think that also kind of relates back to the caretaking element that we, especially in the United States, are so afraid of. We pass off our caretaking responsibilities on, you know, the nursing home or I'm talking about elderly or the people. hospital. Yeah, just in general, right? Like there's nothing grosser than, than poop and puke and vomit and sickness and all of that. And the truth 
is that in in other cultures, like these people are taken care of at home and and cleaning up these things that we as Americans, I would say, have tried to hire out is also a part of the same being willing to get your hands dirty sort of mentality. And I don't know, maybe I'm reading between the lines a little much here, but I do think that there's something very privileged about the ability to do all of that, to pass the buck in terms of getting our hands dirty. And I think that not only is it privileged, but it does come with repercussions that we don't, can't fully understand. Well, I think again, it goes back to the not, also not wanting to accept our own mortality. You know, if we... Yeah, for sure. I mean, I might step on some toes here, but, you know, we get different plastic surgeries done. We dye our hair Mm. and, you know, everything is an effort to look youthful. And, you know, if we embrace where we are in life and, you know, accept the fact that at some point we're going to die and what are we doing the best we can now to live a good life? I think ultimately that, you know do the good life, including connecting with community, treating animals the right way, treating the earth the right way, mm-hmm. that accepting those things and not spending so much time on trying to hide our elderly or hide the fact that we're getting older mm-hmm. yeah. is, is really important. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I mentioned the not having a hand in killing, not having those experiences, I think leads to people who are just, you know, seek those thrills in different ways. And, you know, not that it's thrilling, but there is something, like I said before, I mean, there's something, there's something about it that satiates a human connection. It's kind of a prime evil, I would say. It's like, I mean, from the beginning of time, I've thought about that, like when I'm hunting, you know, like, there's a connection there to our ancient ancestors, you know, from the beginning of man, there, there's been hunting, you know, the same as like from the beginning of man, there's been the slaughtering of animals in connecting with that, I think is super important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, when we look at death as a passage instead of as the end, it definitely changes, you know, and that's something that's difficult, I think, because we, you know, it feels so finite for us. But when you see this cycle of life happen over and over and over again on the farm, it starts to settle in that, oh, there is a, there is a cycle here. There is a, there's wisdom in the thought of the circle of life. There's wisdom in thinking of time as a circle because it means you go back and you start over and you you give new life an opportunity. And, um, you know, I think that, like I said, there's just a lot of risk when you start trying everything you can to avoid the need for death. And I see that happening more and more in our society. I see that you know, coming up with beyond meat, this opportunity to create a fake meat that tastes just like meat. I mean, the implications of that, not, you know, the the ingredients alone and what that looks like is to, to completely remove ourselves from the process of nature. And uh, that's just... That's just a little scary to me. It's so dangerous ground, for <laughs> sure. But anyways, we would love to hear what your thoughts are, so please share them. Please connect with us in our group and send us some emails, some feedback, and please leave us a review on the podcast if you enjoy what you're listening to or even are just, you know, maybe a little bit, like, poked yeah. uh, to think a little differently. We really appreciate it, and we hope we'll hear from you soon.